We are now officially less than a month away from the start of Nashville Predators hockey, and it's never too early to take out the old calendar and plan which games you most want to see. That's what we're going to be doing today on the Locked on Predators podcast. Ann and I have gone through and circled a few games on the calendar that we're most looking forward to. We'll tell you the reasons why coming up on today's show. It's the Locked on Predators podcast. Your Locked on Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Predators your first listen of the day. Every single day, I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer and editor at OnTheForeCheck.com, and I have a partner in crime. You do. I am Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer and editor at InsideThePreds.com. It does, it's it's taking me a, a hot second to still get that uh, that awesome new uh, awesome new intro for you. I know it's still like I'm still getting into the groove of it myself. It feels a little weird, but there we have it. Yeah, if you haven't checked out Anne's work at um at, at her new venture yet, uh, you honestly should because you've had some good pieces up there already. Thank you. Yeah, it's been fun. You're welcome. All <laughs> right, so you know what else is fun, Anne? What's that? In our hockey futures. So yes. let's take out the old calendar. What we're gonna do today. We're going to talk about the Preds games on the schedule we are most excited to see. Um, Now, these can be very different reasons why. Like, some of these may just be because they're fun. Like, we're looking forward to seeing them. Maybe it's on some kind of wacky day or a day that's maybe personal to us. Maybe there's a hockey reason. Maybe it's coming up on a big weekend, maybe the second of a back-to-back game. Maybe it's coming up at a crossroads for the Preds or an important time of year or something unsettled from last year. So these are the games that we have circled on our calendars. And so we're going to go through them. We're going to give you our reasons why. And then at the end, we're going to let you guys weigh in and let us know what you think. Uh, are the games that are either most important or that you're most excited to see this year. So, um, and I think the best way to do it is maybe just go through, I guess, chronologically. Yeah. uh, Just so everybody can do it. So let's start us off. What, which game kind of off the bat do you have circled on your calendar? Well, of course, I think every Nashville Predators fan is looking forward to the Global Series games. But the ones that I, the the first games that I am really, really focused on are October 13th, October 15th, two games versus the Dallas Stars. So anytime the Nashville Predators play the Dallas Stars, I think the temperature just automatically rises. There's a thing like ever since the Winter Classic, you know, the whole elbow, Corey Perry, invisible backpack of hockey grudges incident happened. Like the Dallas Stars games just have a kind of an elevated feel anyway. But I think these two games are going to be really interesting because it's the beginning of the season. You're still kind of trying to sort out expectations for both teams. You know, Predators fans are still going to be becoming familiar with the play of Nino Niederreiter and Ryan McDonough. And so, 
you know, looking forward to seeing them in kind of a more elevated game situation. So it'll be a good gauge for where the starting point is for the Nashville Predators. I also think it's a really good test for the Predators. They are going to be coming off of the Global Series uh, travel. They have four days in between games in Prague and when they take on the Dallas Stars. And so I think, you know, you're looking at travel, you're looking at jet lag, you're looking at still trying to put things together, still trying to build chemistry on lines. And so I think it's going to be kind of an interesting test for the Nashville Predators to jump back in right into two games versus a central division rival like the Dallas Stars. Yeah. And it's interesting because that you kind of skip the the global series. Hey, that's going to be Mm -hmm. awesome. Oh, it's going to be so uh, amazing. If you guys have a chance to go to that, by all means, go to oh, that. Gosh. It's one of those once-in-a-lifetime things. Um, but even though it's the regular season, I think there's still going to kind of be a all, almost a preseason S feel, like an exhibition-type feel, mm-hmm. even though the games count for the standings. And I think because it's back-to-back, I think you're going to see a situation in which you know, there's going to be different Preds playing – each game now obviously you know right. the Bergs and the Yossi's and stuff are, are going to play but you know you're probably going to see both UC Saros and Kevin Lankinen come in you're probably going to see you know the the fourth line and the bottom pair defensemen kind of probably rotate I think the Dallas game and I agree with you that's going to be more of the okay how is the look of this season going to shape mm-hmm. out like these are probably going to be you know the the main guys moving forward um, so I think that's going to be interesting to watch. And just from the hockey aspect, and we had Dane Lewis from Locked On Stars last week, Predators and Stars are kind of in the same spot right now. Like there's a lot of debate about which team is actually better than the other one. What a great statement to be able to go out first two yeah. games of the year. Um, and, you know, I, besides the Prague series, first two games of the year, it's the first two year, games of the year for Dallas and go out and just knock the other team's teeth out. Like make a statement about where you are on the central division food chain. That's a big one to me. Yeah. I also like the goaltender matchup in this one. Like I think there, you know, you've got UC Saros, you've got Jake Ottinger who just signed his new deal and really had such an outstanding postseason. UC Saros, of course, we didn't see in the postseason, but I love just the goaltending matchup too. I think that's just going to make, these two games against Dallas really, really good just to start the season out with. So looking forward to those. I'm going to like it until Jake Ottinger has like some sort of 50 save performance again. Uh, Uh, Then we're like, okay, I kind of hate this goaltender matchup. (laughs) That's true. But maybe, maybe, you know, maybe we'll get several past him. I don't know. Let's hope so, but it's going to be good. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm going to throw another kind of early one out there, Anne. Mm-hmm. Still looking at October. Uh, and that is October 27th against the St. Louis Blues. Oh, um, yes. That is the Predators' first – no, it's actually their second nationally televised game of the mm-hmm. year. It's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. But here's the thing, Anne. Do you remember what happened in the Preds' last two games against the St. Louis Blues last year? Probably nothing good. The Predators lost eight to three, <laughs> which included giving up uh, seven goals in the second period. Oh my gosh, uh, that's the, right. And then the one everybody, so everybody's like, oh wow, that was awful. And then everybody forgets a month before that, the Predators lost seven to four. 
to the St. Louis Blues. Now, the Blues were on a tear, but Mm -hmm. the Predators got embarrassed twice by the Blues last year, and both games were at Bridgestone Arena. So I think just like Dallas, what a chance to come out and make a statement about where you are in the Central Division. That one's a big one. Like you Mm want to come out the first month of the season against a division rival, maybe your biggest competition for like that second place or that second tier kind of right behind the Colorado Avalanche and make a statement. To me, that is a chance of what that Blues game is going to do for the Nashville Predators. That's a great pick. And it's so interesting to me because the St. Louis Blues are a team that not very many people were talking about last season. I don't think a lot of people are necessarily talking about this season, but they're really good. And a win against them, I agree with you, an early win against St. Louis would go a long way, I think, just kind of setting a tone for the Nashville Predators. That's a great pick. Yeah, they're really good this year Mm. still, and they're for some reason still flying under the radar. Yeah, I maintain that I think they were the team in the playoffs last year that played Colorado the best. Like they were the ones that looked like they had the best shot at beating them. And yeah, I'm including the Tampa Bay Lightning in that comparison as well. Um, So definitely do not sleep on the Blues. Um, there's a couple other teams that I don't think the Preds should sleep on in a couple of games that I have circled. And I know Anne has a couple circled a couple for hockey reasons and a couple just because she is sunshine and has good <laughs> reasons for circling them on the calendar. That's so right. We'll, we'll give out the rest in just a second. But first, want to take a minute, talk about today's sponsor, Athletic Greens and their new project. AG1. Uh, it's a product I'm familiar with. I take this every day. Started out because AG sent me just a free box of it. I was very skeptical. I mean, it's a green powder. I've never really been too big into those. So you know, I kind of just thought it was just some weird trend that all like the people on the West Coast like to try or whatever. Uh, so I started trying it and it has become a great day or a great start to my daily routine. Um, What is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, or superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help you start your day off right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, focus, pretty much everything you can think of. Uh, I mentioned it's a green powder, but it tastes great. Tastes just almost like vanilla, like a nice smooth vanilla, like a little tropical punch a little bit. Um, a lot of people may look and say, hey, you know, it's fine, but I'm not like too crazy about the price or whatever. Break it down like this. It costs you less than $3 a day, which is probably less uh, per day than you spend on your morning cup of coffee if you're going to Starbucks before work every morning or if you're hitting up the fast food chain at uh, in your lunch break. It's cheaper than that. And instead of fast food or sugary drinks, you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Uh, it's lifestyle-friendly. It's keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, all that good stuff. So it fits into any diet. No nasty chemicals, no GMOs, anything like that. And they have over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes and training experts. So try it for yourself. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D 
and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, and so we're going through the Predators calendar. We are circling the games. We are most excited to see this year. Um, we covered a couple in October. Mm-hmm. There's one in November that you had circled. Um, and it's kind of interesting because it is another team that I had circled, but I had a different game for them circled. Yeah, I love I think that's really interesting. So the one that I have circled is November 25th. It is a home game and it is against Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. Now let's face it, what Nashville Predator fan does not want to get another shot at the Colorado Avalanche? This game actually will be the second time that the Predators see the Avs. They play them November 10th. Um, so that would be the first matchup, but I've picked the 25th for a couple reasons. Number one, I think, you know, you get a little bit further into, you know, just two weeks, even further into the season, you have a little bit more time to kind of smooth out the oopses and kind of get things in place. And so I think this will be a good barometer and let's face it they every team in the NHL, they're going to measure themselves against the avalanche, not just because they were the Stanley cup champions, but because this is still a team that could perform that well again this season. So I think that this is a game that the Predators need to kind of weigh themselves against the Avs to gauge where they are. I also picked this particular Avalanche matchup because it is the day after Thanksgiving. It is Black Friday, my friends. And what that means is that you can get up early. You can go do your Black Friday shopping. You can like build up angst and uh, aggression in checkout lines, trying to get the last Cabbage Patch doll, and then head down to Bridgestone Arena for a one o'clock game. You could see the game, go home, have leftovers for dinner, and go to bed early. So it's literally the perfect day. Shopping and hockey all rolled into one. So for me, November 25th, totally have it circled on my calendar. Or you can just do your black shopping at uh, the Predator store. I know. I actually thought about that. I was like, oh, there's a couple things, a couple people that I want to get Pred stuff for. So I was like, two birds, one stone. There's, there's got to be a Pred's equivalent of a Cabbage Patch doll, right? There's a Pecorine doll. Did you know that? I did not know that. Ellie told there's... me he's got a very Cabbage Patch dolly face. He does. He does. We'll have to see if he has like Xavier Roberts tattooed on his bum. I always thought that'd be a funny tattoo. The guy that signs the Cabbage Patch dolls. I think that would be funny. I cannot wait for you to go to Preds events this year and just ask Ellie Tolbert. Like, do you have a tattoo (laughs) on your bottom? I will not ever ask that of Ellie Tolbert. Or yeah. any other national. There is editor. still time. Hey, let the let the post Thanksgiving wine flow that day, and we'll oh, see gosh. what happens. Um, I had a Colorado Avalanche game mm-hmm. circled on the calendar too. Anne. Okay, uh, I think one? that one is cool. Yeah. But and it's certainly going to be important. It's the first home game against the Avalanche. I'm looking forward another month, and okay. I'm looking. At Friday, December 23rd, 2022, at home against the Colorado Avalanche, the last Preds game uh, before Christmas. 
Mm. Um, with all due respect to the Thanksgiving and the day after, it's an afternoon game. Uh, mm. We know like sometimes afternoon games don't get a lot of play. Um, and plus, you know, there, there's football and stuff on TV, a lot of uh, rivalry games and stuff that day. December 23rd, last game before Christmas, that is a spot with a lot of history for the Nashville Predators. Do you remember all the way back, that was when the Ice Storm game happened against the Detroit Red Wings back in 1999, uh, where the Predators beat the Red Wings 5-3, arguably probably the first big win in franchise mm -hmm. history. Uh, flash forward a few years, you get the David Leguan OT winner uh, against uh, the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden. Um, you know, even think, remember uh, last year, the Predators, the last game before Christmas, played Colorado. It was that weird COVID game where, oh, yeah. uh, where the Colorado had like five defensemen playing and uh, the Preds had Colton Sissons and Tanner Janot playing 26 minutes. So there is some magic mm -hmm. when it comes to the last Preds game before Christmas. And think of it this way, December 23rd, a lot of people are going to be back in town who live out of town, but maybe grew up in True. Nashville. Um, all like the, the hens coming home to roost. <laughs> um, it's going to be a night game. It's going to kind of be like everybody's last night out before Christmas celebrations. It's a Friday night. So everybody's going to be on their Christmas break jam. I think this is going to kind of be a big sellout crowd, a big party. And whenever that happens, the predators usually respond with a big performance. So that is why to me, I have that abs game. Mm. Although I, I love the thought of watching the Preds, win over the Colorado Avalanche coming home and having like the moist maker sandwich uh, <laughs> on Thursday night with leftover turkey and potatoes and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. But I, I think there's something special about the Preds last game before Christmas. Always something fun mm. that goes on there. That's actually a great one. That's a great one. I need to circle that one. That would be my daughter's 25th birthday. And you know what? I could take her to the Preds game for her birthday. She would think that was grand. But yeah, there is a good energy. You're you're right. There is a good energy that pre-Christmas, like, you know, kind of wind up to it. And and yeah. Okay. I'm I I'm gonna circle that one too. You you might be onto some. Let's face it, any game that the Nashville Predators can be competitive against the Colorado Avalanche this season is going to be one worth watching because yeah. the last four we played against them, not so much. We need some redemption. Uh, oh, we, yeah. yeah, yeah. We can't have the Lockdown Abs crew, uh, Chris and Kyle, kind of run run ramshot over us this season. Yeah. Um, here's another one that I'll throw out. Speaking of <laughs> holidays in December, and and this goes. This is like not as much of a like a hockey one as it is in. Oh, this is just going to be a fun one. The Predators play the Vegas Golden Knights in Vegas on New Year's Eve. Let's go. Just throwing that out there. Like, if Let's you go. want a good place to celebrate New Year's Eve, <laughs> there's a pretty. There's not many other places you can pick besides Vegas where you can have a time of your life it's an afternoon game it's like two o'clock central or something like that so you can go watch hockey during the day and just go wild the rest of the day like what what do you think are, are you gonna plan this uh this vegas adventure are we gonna have to take a locked on preds episode on the road <laughs> i would a hundred percent 
go to that game. Can, that would be so much fun. So much fun. I think we should do it. I mean, let's, we'll talk to Sean and see if they'll, you know, yeah. up the travel budget for us. And yeah, and he maybe... listens to this. Like, just think of the content, Sean, if you're listening. Come to this. on. Come like, on, yeah, Sean. Just, just think of what we can give the Locked On channel. Uh, yes. With a couple thousand dollars, press passes in Vegas, and a lot. New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. You, you will either have one of the highest rated shows of all time. You will have to bail us out of jail or maybe both. Could be. It could be worth it. It could be worth it. There are some really good games, though coming up in the springtime and we're going to talk about a couple of the spring games that we both have circled on our calendar, especially I'm just saying the month of March might be a good one to look at, but first want to let you know that we appreciate you watching locked on predators and making us your first listen of the day coming up later this week, the predators are kicking off their rookie camp. So we are going to have updates and insight into some of the rookie names that you really need to know and how rookie camp is going for them. If you still have not gotten your fill of hockey talk, um, you can make your second listen locked on NHL. We have locked on experts from across the league and they put together a daily 30 minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. You can stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. So check out locked on NHL. It is your daily 30 minute NHL podcast. All right. And so we've knocked out some of the, the early games we've knocked out mm -hmm. the teams. We're kind of most curious about seeing right off the bat. Uh, as we know, you can pretty much go through every game late in the season and call it a must win. Uh, yes. unfortunately, that's kind of how it was for the predators last year, but let's look towards the end of the season. What are a couple of games that you have circled just in terms of maybe most important or what you think is going to tell us most about this predators mm. team down the stretch? So I is looking at the schedule and thinking back to how sort of last season went. One of the areas where I feel like the Predators really struggled was coming out of the All-Star break. You know, the Predators went into the All-Star break. I feel like they were on a good trajectory. I feel like um, they were headed in the right direction. Um, they had some good momentum. And we had the All-Star break. And it seemed like the Predators came back and just really spent too much time spinning their wheels. So for me, a couple of the games that I really want to see the Pred Predators perform well at are the February 7th game against the Golden Knights and February 11th against Philadelphia. Because if you will recall, the Predators late in the season last season laid just an, a horrible egg against the Philadelphia Flyers. And it was so just... It was as bad as the Titans lost yesterday. Let's just put it that. It was Claude, Claude Giroux's last game, too. <laughs> yeah, it was. And we blessed him, which that's enough of that. So for me, those two games coming back out of the All-Star break, you know, it's going to be a mental gauge because I really feel like some of that is mental. You come off of this break and you have to get back in the groove and you're now getting into just the meat of the season that really counts. How is Nashville going to respond to that this year? So for me, those are two games that I'm very curious to see Nashville play and two games that I feel like the Predators have got to come out and perform really well. I agree. That was kind of the big critical moment of the Preds last season. Was it just when, when it came time, it's like, all right, this is like the time to kind of turn it up. They never really did flip that switch late in the season. So, and, you know, we couldn't really tell if it was just like poor play, if it was like, 
they overachieved in the beginning, came crashing down to earth, or if there's something else going on where they just never really flip that switch. Um, so this is going to be important for the Preds down the stretch to kind of see how they do down that stretch run. Yeah. And on that same vein, and I mean, you mm-hmm. joked, you and I joked, you can pretty much just circle the entire month <laughs> of March again, yes. again. because it, it's looking like an absolute gauntlet. Uh, there is back-to-back home games against the Seattle Kraken for some reason. Uh, they're both I know, at interesting. home. I, I, I don't know why the NHL planned it like that for them to just have two of their home games within two days of each other against the same team. Um, don't know and don't really care because that's not the games I had circled. The games I had circled are Saturday, March 11th at LA, and then mm-hmm. Sunday, March 12th at Anaheim. Uh, so those are coming off at the tail end of what is going to be a very long road trip for the Predators, um, a 12-day road trip that spans two weeks. Those are the last two games. And the big thing for me, and that's kind of right around where we think the trade deadline is probably going to be. So that's going to be kind of like the last chance for the Predators to kind of come in and um, see where they're at as a team. Yeah. And also it's going to be a chance for the Predators to kind of make a statement about where they are. Look, that's the end of a long road trip. We kind of hear that old trope about, you know, teams at the end of a long road trip kind of phone it in the past couple of games. The Predators are probably going to be fighting for playoff position right there, and they can't really afford to phone anything in. Now, we think the L.A. Kings maybe, you know, overachieved a little bit last year, but we think they got better this year uh, with the addition of Kevin Fiala and, you know, also guys like Quentin Byfield taking another big step forward. Uh, Anaheim Ducks, we think, took a big step forward um, this past NHL offseason. And, you know, Ducks versus Preds are always an interesting rivalry. So these are going to be kind of two gauntlet games that I think Mm -hmm. the Predators need to respond um, very, very well. And then you look at the schedule after that. I mean, there is a lot of really strong teams coming Mm -hmm. up after that. Uh, You know, you got Toronto in a couple of weeks. You got the Winnipeg Jets. You got the Rangers, Bruins, Penguins. So the Predators need to kind of make a statement coming off that big road trip that, hey, you know what? We're going to finish this strong. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Doesn't matter if we're tired. Doesn't matter if we're running guys into the ground. We're still going to come out and get important wins here. Yes. So much about it is going to be managing energy, managing uh, mental toughness. And this is something that, you know, John Hines preaches all the time. But I agree with you. Those two games are going to be games that are going to tell you just how much uh, just mental maturity the Nashville Predators have because they struggled in that really important stretch last season. And those are two games, like you said, end of a road trip, two good teams. The Predators have got to perform well for those, for sure. Yeah. Um, so last month of the season, the Predators have another very tough last couple games down the stretch. And mm-hmm. um, as you're looking maybe at those final two weeks or so is there a game that stands out to you yeah you know the the month of april is always so brutal it's just so brutal and if you look at the predators april it is not an easy stretch you know st louis dallas they've got carolina they've got calgary but the last game of the season april 13th against the minnesota wild and 
I, it's very interesting to kind of gauge the central division because, of course, Colorado is at the top. I think St. Louis very much is the second team in there. But where are these other teams going to shake out? And I think Nashville and Minnesota and even Dallas, they're going to be really competing kind of in that middle area to to land a good spot, to land a spot in the playoffs. And if we learned nothing last season, let us learn that games towards the end of the season are very important. Hello, Arizona went down after a four goal lead and ended up playing Colorado in the first round. So for me, I would love to see that Minnesota game be a good statement game to launch the Predators into the playoffs, because I think that Arizona game mentally messed with them as well. It should have. So they never recovered from that. They never did. And I think that brings up an interesting point about the playoffs is I don't think the Predators really recovered from that Arizona loss. Mm hmm. I mean, I yeah. back it up. I don't really think they really recovered from that Calgary loss either. The one where Saros got hurt. Yeah. Riddick yeah. kind of led him to pretty bad goals to, to give the game the other way. I think that too was a big momentum changer for the season. But yeah. on that same vein, Ann, you talked about the Predators play St. Louis in those last two weeks. They play Dallas. They play Minnesota. Mm. They play Calgary. They play Vegas. Those are all teams they're going to probably be competing with. There's Carolina, who we think is going to be there. Yes. There's one team that we didn't mention, and they were the third to last game, which Mm -hmm. is why I think it's maybe one of the more important, and that's the Winnipeg Jets. The Jets are a team that I have no idea where they're going to finish in the Central Division. (laughs) They may play well enough to finish second. They may play bad enough to compete with Chicago and Arizona for the bottom of the division. I don't know what is going on with the Winnipeg Jets. What I do know is that is always a very physical, intense mm-hmm. game whenever the Preds play them. Uh, they got Connor Hellebeck, who yes. is either a really good or really inconsistent goalie, depending on what year it is. And I don't think a lot of people are predicting the Jets are going to be in that conversation, but it's on the road. It's against a tough team that the Predators, again, for some reason, always have trouble with. Mm -hmm. And it's coming in a stage in which you're probably going to need to stockpile as many points as possible. I think that April 8th game at Winnipeg, that is going to tell us a lot about where the Predators are as a team, what their mindset is. That is going to be a big test for the Nashville Predators. If they're still in playoff competition at that point, that is going to be one you're absolutely going to want to circle because, you know, maybe it means less uh, for both teams in terms of jockeying for playoff position, but I think it's going to tell you a lot about what the Preds' mindset is and how Mm -hmm. aggressive they are and how on their game they are in the last week of the season. Yes. And I think we saw last season how you finish the regular season, no matter how much you say we reset and the playoffs are are a whole new beast. Some of that stuff can carry over. So I would agree with you. I think any of those last games, they're going to be really important for the National Predators to set themselves up for postseason success. I agree with that. Well, now, listeners, it's your turn. Uh, We want to hear what you think 
are the Predators' most important games of the year, or just ones that you have circled on your calendar for one reason or another, maybe a fun reason, maybe a personal reason, maybe just a team that you don't think we're talking too much about that you really are excited to see uh, either on the road or at Bridgestone Arena this year. So let us know. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave us a comment and chime in with what your uh, with what games you have circled on the calendar. Or if you're on Twitter, you can tweet us at LO underscore Predators. Log on. Let us know. Uh, we will be happy to read uh, some of your picks later on in a future show. Uh, in the meantime, Anne, where can the people find your work? You can find my work at InsideThePreds.com and you can find me on Twitter at AnnK underscore Mama on Ice. I'm Nick Moore. You can find my work at OnTheForeCheck.com. Follow me on Twitter at underscore NSMorgan. Uh, and again, be sure you're following the podcast on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Also subscribe to us wherever you get your audio podcast, Apple, Stitcher, all that good stuff. That's going to do it for us today on the Lockdown Predators podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We'll be back Wednesday with a look at the Predators rookie camp. We'll see you then.